Volunteer State Community College in Gallatin, Tennessee is a real educational find. If you're interested in free tuition, a degree in a career track where people are actually hiring, and both virtual and in-classroom opportunities this fall, College President Dr. Jerry Faulkner has some exciting plans. But first, let's hear from the students. This is my first day. Do you need help finding a class? Are you good? I'm a student of Vol State Community College. This is starting my second year. I play baseball. Well, I wasn't the greatest student in high school. My goal is to become a surgeon. All the players that were drafted from here to the pros, because that's something I've always dreamed of when I was little. Welcome to Vol State. Welcome to Vol State. Welcome to Vol State. Welcome to Ball State. Welcome to Ball State. Welcome to the 2020 Spring Commencement Program of Volunteer State Community College. Normally this ceremony would be held in our Pickle Field House with 3,500 people in attendance. Instead we are celebrating virtually. We knew we had to cancel our in-person graduation for safety's sake. And it was a difficult decision for me personally because graduation is one of the favorite things about being a college president. But we also decided we must do something to honor this important date for our graduates. Uh, actually in March, in the midst of all of the COVID-19 stuff that was going on, got really good news that we had been named by a national organization as the seventh best community college in the United States for online education. And of course, there's a little over 1,100 community college, so seven out of 1,100 is pretty good. That's huge. Coming up in August is a new semester, a new fall semester. How do we handle that? You know, we want to fulfill our mission of offering quality educational opportunities to the citizens here in 11 counties of North Middle Tennessee. But we also have to make the priority the health and safety of our college community. And so we've made the decision that for this fall semester, we will have some on-ground classes, those kinds of classes that have a high hands-on component. Mm -hmm. But the majority of our classes will be offered either online uh, or what we're calling virtual. Did you already have a lot of the vehicle for online already in place? Yes, we were fortunate in that a large number of our teachers were already teaching online or using the platform to support their on-ground classes. We extended spring break by a week in order to give our faculty time to make those accommodations. And by all accounts, we responded well. We carefully tracked the class withdrawals and total withdrawals from the college following that changeover. And actually, the number of withdrawals this spring was less than the number of withdrawals last spring. We were able to serve our students well during this, this eventful time. I think with kids now, we have an entire generation of people that have dealt with virtual everything since birth. At this point, technology doesn't scare any of them, and actually they might wrap around it, and that seems to be proving true. Yes, we, you know, we find that students are adaptable to the use of technology. There are those students that feel more comfortable in an on-ground situation, and so we've stepped up our efforts to try to engage those students and have more personal contact even though it's by email or phone or, or some other technology method to be sure to provide the support that those students need to be successful. I saw when I was driving in a sign about some of the free tuition programs that really, if you're in the state of Tennessee, 
we have really given a leg up for beginning higher education. The Tennessee Promise Program, the first group to take advantage of that, came to us in the fall of 2015. And this is the tuition-free opportunity for students that have just graduated. I would take this opportunity. We've heard a lot about maybe students are thinking of taking a gap year Mm -hmm. between high school and college. And I do want to remind those folks that should they decide to do that, they would no longer be eligible for the Tennessee Promise. So please carefully consider that. And then fall of 2018 was the first group that came to us taking advantage of the Tennessee Reconnect, which is also a tuition-free opportunity for non-traditional students that don't already have a college degree. And we think that's going to be very important this fall because of those folks that have been displaced from their employment or disrupted, or they're just seeing that the career path that they're on now is not really stable. They can come back to Volunteer State tuition-free under the Tennessee Reconnect program. How would they find information about Tennessee Reconnect? We have uh, abundant resources on our webpage, www.volstate.edu, and that would be a good place to start to get the information. We do have an office for Tennessee Reconnect folks. We do have an office of adult and VA learners, and so they can reach out to that office as well. And so we'll respond to emails or phone calls uh, to provide all the assistance we can to help students. Are there some things that Ball State is really pulling heavily for? Is it medical? Is it computer science? What are the big pulls for Ball State? More and more people are seeing college as a pathway to a career. And so Vol State has always been known for our health science career programs. We have about 14 different opportunities for certificates or degrees that lead to a good job in the healthcare field. A year ago, we added nursing as an opportunity as well, an associate degree, RN degree. But over the last year, we've also really been ramping up our efforts in business and technology. And so we are now offering Associates of Applied Science degrees in computer information technology and things like networking and cybersecurity, high demand fields where students can get really good paying jobs. A couple of years ago, brought to our Gallatin campus a degree program in mechatronics. If you make it, move it, or manage it using automated controls, you need somebody with mechatronic skills. And so we've had great success with that program and and job placement out of students in that program as well. If there were a kid listening or the parent of a child or someone who's always had an interest in that, pay attention to what your kids do if they draw things or they work on things all the time, and maybe instead of a quote-unquote engineering degree, this sounds like something really interesting for those kids. Oh, absolutely. And with a two-year degree, they can get a really high-paying job. $60,000, $70,000 is not unusual. But it does open the doorway if they want to go on to a bachelor's degree in mechatronics. We have a relationship with Austin P. State University and with Middle Tennessee State University that would allow those students to go on 
and become people that not only install and maintain and care for those kinds of systems, but people that design and create those kinds of automated systems. Let's talk about the entertainment media program. Well, it's been around uh, about five years now, but it continues to grow. There are four different tracks, the music production track, how to run a studio and produce music. There's the business, how to make a business plan. There's the social media part of it, and there's the video part of it. And then we just recently added a concentration in digital radio. And so for the Capstone Project, students in these five tracks come together. We actually sign an artist to a recording contract. They make a three-song CD. They put together a business plan. They put together a music video. They put together a social media presence. And then through relationships that we have on Music Row, the students go down to Music Row and present their artist to executives from Music Row. And they've been so impressed down there with the program that they actually established two scholarships to support students that are pursuing this entertainment, uh, entertainment media technology program. We're trying to in- incorporate as much work-based learning as we can across the spectrum to give our students that real-world experience. What brought you to this? I did not start out with the idea of becoming a college president. I actually did not even start out with the idea of becoming a college teacher. But uh, as I progressed in my own higher education, I frankly was not a very good student and dropped out of college for a period of 10 years and worked in business. And uh, one day woke up and found that all I was getting out of life was a, was a paycheck and an ulcer and determined that the way to, to do something about that was to go back and finish my college degree. And so I returned at the age of 30 to complete my college degree with the aspiration to be a high school biology teacher. And the small college I graduated from offered me a position on the staff of the college as a lab tech preparing the laboratories for teachers, but also an offer that if I would work on my master's degree, they would let me uh, become a member of the faculty to become a college teacher. And so that's what I did. And uh, I, I taught for many years in the college classroom and still greatly miss that, but also saw the opportunity to make a larger contribution by being in administration and so uh, became a department chair and then a vice president for academic affairs. A little over eight years ago, this opportunity opened and I was fortunate to be selected to be the president of Vol State. I love that story. And there's a lot of hope out there because I think there are a lot of people, someone labeled them somewhere along the way, you're not college material. With this Reconnect program, it is a perfect time to say, you know what, I can be college material now. And uh, when people are coming back, you are going to be doing some in-class studies in the fall. So when people come back, will it be a mandatory mask? Yes, we're going to observe all of the the Center for Disease Control recommendations. Uh, A mask is required at all times when people are on campus. We have created an online screening form. You have to go online and and answer those questions about have you been exposed, have you had a fever, have you had a recent loss of taste and smell. And then once you submit that form, you will get an email back that says you are cleared to come on campus. And we will be observing social distancing and providing hand sanitizer and those sorts of things. But we want our, our campus community to be a safe place where both students and employees of the college can feel that that they're in a good place. Your janitorial staff, they're going to be working triple time. 
Absolutely. Uh, all of our custodial staff has gone through trainings to be sure they understand how to properly clean and disinfect surfaces. And we're going to be ramping up the cleaning that we would normally do in terms of revisiting doorknobs and, and uh, those sorts of commonly touched places multiple times throughout the day. Well, you certainly thought ahead to get great looking face masks that save Allstate. <laughs> well, thank, thank you very much. Yeah, we saw an opportunity to brand ourselves a little bit and put that information out. But also, again, to encourage people, as you know, you're sitting here with a face Mm -hmm. mask on as well, and they're hot and uncomfortable, and they fog up your glasses. But it's a small thing that we can do to not only protect ourselves, but protect other members of the community. One of our core values here at the college is that we're all a community, that we're members of a community, not just the 11 counties that we serve, but the college community where we work. And so as a member of the community, we have to care about each other and support each other. Volunteer State Community College, Gallatin, Tennessee. Reach them for information at ballstate.edu. I'm Devin O'Day.